0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Road to Radical Visibility. And my name is Rachel Freeman Sowers, and today I really want to talk about how self doubt and radical visibility are really intertwined sometimes, and how often we have feelings of self doubt that either come right before we decide to fully be ourselves and speak our truth. And show up as the way we want to show up. And self-doubt can actually come in after we speak our truth, after we advocate for ourselves, and become more radically visible to ourselves and to other people. So if you don't know who I am, my name is Rachel Freeman Sowers and I am a licensed psychotherapist and visibility coach. And I am so passionate about helping. People in the LGBTQ plus community, which is my community, the neurodiverse community, which is my community, and females, the female community, the um, women who are really wanting to be more bold in the expression of themselves, their truth, and their mission in business and in life. And so if you are one of those people, I just want to say welcome for thank you for being here. And I look forward to talking with you about this topic. Now I'm wondering how many of you are, have experienced self doubt. Maybe you have had times when you wanted to speak your absolute truth. In fact, it was just like the other day, something was happening with one of my family members and I needed to just say my truth. Now, independent of what their reaction was going to be in those moments, still now people can experience. And even I experience sometimes, is this really what I want to say? How can I say this respectfully to myself and then to other people? And how can I not be responsible for other people's feelings, opinions, or thoughts about my, the way I want to be and interact in the world? And self-doubt shows up in several different ways. And I'm wondering if any, if it shows up in any of these ways for you. So it can show up as avoidance. We avoid, um, a lot of times. Did you know that people on TikTok, only 9% of people on TikTok create video content? Like that's crazy to me. I love this platform. I love all the community on here. I feel like I've really found my community and, um, it's just wonderful, but it can, um, self doubt can look like avoidance. Like, Oh, I'm not going to do a video. I'm not going to say what I want, what I really want to say. And I'm not going to be who I really want to be and who my heart desires me to be. You know, even in my business, it wasn't until probably about 10 years ago now that I actually came out, um, as lesbian in the therapeutic world in my town, because it was, um, there was a lot of judgment about that. And there still is a lot of judgment, but now it doesn't affect me really at all. And I'm just being who I am. And self-doubt also shows up as resistance. Like I'm not doing that. And I'm wondering if you've ever had a time where you's like, nope, nope, nope. And then after a while you're like, well, maybe that is something I want to do. How many times have you wanted to speak your truth and be honest with someone and communicate from a heartfelt way and the thoughts of what they're going to think or the thoughts of how I'm going to be viewed or what will happen. Like, will they decide that they're not going to be my friend? Will they decide to ditch me as their family member? When I first came out to my family, the first response of, you know, my mom bless her heart and she has, has been able to shift her perspective. She was saying like, well, what will happen to your daughter? Right. And so when we take these risks to be ourselves in the world and interact exactly in the way that we want to, it can feel, well, it can be really risky. And self doubt can come across as fear. It can come across as distraction. Sometimes in my business, I don't know if this is you, but if I don't want to do a particular thing um, in my business, or I'm not sure I'm able to do it, or I'm not sure I have the skill to do it. Um, I'll go do something that I can do. (laughs) So for a while there, I was like, oh, I'm not sure how to do this. I'm going to go do the load of laundry. And my neurodiverse brain is like, oh, go do the load of laundry, come back, and then I'll be able to have it all sorted, right? That's what's so funny about the ADHD brain and the ADD brain is that oftentimes we have to step away and come back, which actually can be a really huge superpower in being ourselves and communicating in the way that we want to. The other way that self-doubt can show up when we are being radically visible, and I'd love to hear in the comments whether any of you have experienced this, is, okay, you have your inner fortitude, you get the gumption, the guts, the the, um, empowerment to speak your truth. And right after you speak your truth, you experience self-doubt. Now, this is something that's really common as we begin to become radically visible. And as a licensed psychotherapist and a visibility coach for LGBTQ plus neurodiverse and female entrepreneurs, what it's really about is creating that sustainability and those foundations that are needed to create that sustainability. Hello, how are you? And as we move through that, as we create more and more ways of being internally, that then allows us to interact in the world, um, in our energy, in our language, in the way that we move about in the world with much more ease and freedom. But sometimes these initial times of radical visibility need, create so much energy or need so much energy from us that we kind of go, afterwards. Have any of you ever experienced that? Some people think that's what happens with video. Like, Oh, I'm going to have to entertain everybody. I'm going to have to talk to everybody. And it's a lot of an energy output. And as you energy output and your adrenaline is up, 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 right. There's a natural down, down, um, turn towards that. And when we go on this downturn, what we're really experiencing is that we can't have all of the tension all of the time. And when we have all that tension all the time, we really aren't able to, I believe, function in the way that we really want to be functioning because we're in the brainstem, right? We go into this flight, fight, or freeze. Doubt, self-doubt, our ability also comes out as imposter syndrome. So how many of you have ever applied for a job or gone to do something in your business and you thought, oh, I need to learn one more thing or I need to do one more thing. And really, it's not until we return into ourselves and notice everything that we have within us, everything that is already available to us and enhance that, that then we're able to see the long term. We're able to see the long haul and be like, oh, I can see how this is going to happen. So I'm wondering for you, if you'll put in the comments, how self-doubt shows up for you. How does it show up in your business? How does it show up in your personal life? How does it show up in your um, family systems and how you want to be speaking and interacting in your family systems, which is one of the hardest places to become radically visible. And it's because we're dealing with a system that has a longevity And the system isn't going to change. It's going to try and suck you back into that system. And when you have that self-doubt, it's really important to recognize that that is not who you are. It's really what you have been taught to do. See, we have a neurological patterned way of being. All of us have a neurological patterned way of being. And that patterned way comes from all of our experiences, comes from all of the good times, the traumas, the excitement, all of the experiences that we've had and everything that we do often we take on is our identity. And I'm here to tell you that just because you do something does not make it your identity. So it's like when people say, well, this is just how I am. I'm just an anxious person. I'm just, um, a person that's just way out there. I'm just a person that, um, says whatever I want to say. Um, an example I give to my clients that often will say, you know, well, this is just how I am. I, I say to them, you know, it's just how you are until you're not we get to choose how we show up in the world. We get to choose how we want to interact in the world. And we get to do that in a way where our feelings are not dependent on any external stimulus. So this is when people say, a lot of times people say, well, I don't care what people think. I don't care, I don't care. And that is often out of defense. But I but I wonder if you would be open to saying, it's not that I don't care about other people because honestly, we're human. We're meant to notice each other. <laughs> we're meant to connect in a certain way. And um, it's just, I care more about the way I'm wanting to be in the world, the way I'm wanting to come up into the world and, and interact so that I can live a fulfilled life so that anybody that I help, I can help that much more. So when we're talking about choosing extrovert or introvert for me in all the work I've done. So I've been a licensed psychotherapist for the last 18 years. And really what is, what I've seen more of is that we do get to choose. Like if someone says I'm an introvert, now it doesn't mean they don't have tendencies. They don't have um, ways of being that they like being. Um, a lot of people think that video is easier if you are an extrovert. And to be completely honest, I believe that we are both extroverts and introverts because as an introvert, I've seen so many people say, I'm willing to do this one thing. That would be typically something that an extrovert would do, but the self doubt comes in, right? If we tie it all back around to doubt, self doubt, how is that really affecting you and not enabling you? to live the life you want to live, to do the things that you want to do in your business and, um, you know, just fulfill whatever your purpose here is. When we face, when we need to label everything, it's a way that we need to do in our society for sure. However, we need to be careful of what we're claiming. It's just like, this is just how I am. This is just how I want it to be. And oftentimes these ways of being, these neurological patterned ways of being are really the things that keep us stuck. It's not that you don't have a desire. It's not that you don't have drive. It's not that you're not ambitious. It's not that you're not smart enough. None of those things apply. It's just a belief system that we have about ourselves. And we actually get to tell our brains what is true and what isn't true. When we talk about um, neurobiology and the brain and how it's working in neuroscience, what really happens is that when we tell our brain what to focus on, that is what we're getting from our life. That is what we're getting from what we invest in. So if I wake up in the beginning of the day in the morning and let me know if you've done this too. There were times when I used to wake up and I'm being like, oh, it's already started. I'm already in a bad mood. I slept in late. Everything is going wrong. My coffee spilled over on the counter. This day is just going to hell in a handbasket really quick. And then if you've noticed throughout that day, until you shift your perspective of that, What really happens is that that is what you tell your brain you're focusing on. And then you see the next thing that doesn't go quite right. And then the next thing that doesn't go, go quite, quite right. How do we change that? How do we shift this self doubt and use it to propel us into our, um, self empowerment? How do we use it to then empower us to change our perspective? Um, I try to expect the positive in interactions. You know, I love that because when you know how you want to be in an interaction, it doesn't matter how the other person is. And that's where you can really fulfill and feel good about any interaction and how you want to be being. When we do that, we're really able to say, I'm not dependent on a reaction or a response, from anybody else in this situation. I spoke in the at the women's march in our town here, and it's the largest crowd I've ever spoken to um, in a public speaking realm. And it is very controversial in my town. And in that moment, I had to know that how I showed up on stage, the words that were coming out of my mouth, those were the exact words. And then the exact way I wanted to be. And the audience was super supportive, but there were also people there <laughs> and my town is quite small. There's all, there were also people around and on the internet and, you know, Facebook and IG and all those that weren't supportive that told me I never should have said those things. And that were a negative force. But the fact of the matter is, is it didn't matter even what people said, as long as I showed up the way that I wanted to. And that's, that's how you really remove this dependence on external circumstances or stimulants to create a feeling. You take full ownership, ownership of that, right? And you allow yourself to say, this is how I want to be. And I, it's okay for me to be this way. I am safe being this way. That's when the self-doubt starts decreasing, See, when we have the neurological pattern ways of being, what we want to do is just gently snip all those apart and we want to rewire them in a way that allows us to interact in the world the way that we want to. Now, I'll say this. Some people say that this is a really selfish way of being. And to that, I say, you can have your opinion. And also, I say, yes. Because this is my life and my life. What's important to me is to be here and empower other people that are out into the world to live their fullest lives. And as long as I am considering and keeping track of the way I want to be, then that then is fulfillment in my life. So. These are really, these are really great questions. So how do you, one question is how do you bridge from the old to new generation to generation and adjust without offending balance for all? Well, first I realize, and one thing that may be helpful is that there isn't a balance for all. I don't know what that would look like. And I can't be in control of balancing other people's thoughts or feelings or opinions And my rule of thumb is as far as offending, I say, I say things always respectfully to myself and therefore I say them to others. So anything that I say on this, this, um, this on my videos, on my YouTube channel, you can check out my YouTube channel, Rachel Freeman Sowers. Anything I say on there is really about, am I okay with saying this to myself and therefore really creating a message? everybody's opinions are going to be different. I just did a TikTok video that'll be coming out in a couple of days. And it really said like, I'm not for everyone. And the beauty of the world is that there are so many other people out there. There's so many other people that fit different people. What I've learned in therapy for the last 18 years and as a visibility coach, you know I can't help every person that comes to me or that calls me, right? I trust my gut and knowing which person is right for me to work with. And I've gotten that down to a science. So um, that's really how I I don't worry about offending others. I just try to be respectful to myself and to other people. Gen- generation to generation and that self-doubt and communicating. It's interesting to see how, <laughs> um, you know, my mom's belief. She's um seven, She's going to be 75 this year are our, our her generation, you know, she's baby boomer to mine who um I am generation X and you know the generation the millennials, no, I think it's Z and the mill- millennials. And there's definitely trends that you can see there. And I always go back to humanness. With self-doubt, if I go back to my own humanness and I'm compassionate with myself and I say, hey, that is not quite what I wanted to say. If I'm humble enough to say, I want to act in this certain way, I want to interact in this certain way. When I know how I want to be in the world, when I know how I want to move about in the world, it makes it much easier to then not worry about other people. And it's not a self-obsession necessarily, but what it is, is an intense awareness about how I want to be. And the fact of the matter is I did a video, um, yesterday or the day before here on my TikTok, you can go check it out, but it really was about like, we can't be responsible for everyone else. Now that doesn't mean you don't need, you can't be supportive. Um, and we're talking about children, it's a different thing, but adult to adult, there's going to need to have the other person take that responsibility. And it's our job to allow them to do that. It's our job to empower them to do their own personal and professional growth. So when my clients come to me and they say, I want to be myself, I want to be fully myself in business and realize that I can be successful, wildly successful at it. I'm tired of conforming. I'm tired of trying to fit into the box. I'm tired of walking around with all these expectations that I feel have been put on me that I'm just continuing to accept because what that really does in a business is it really stops you from attracting the people that are really going to be the perfect fit for you in your business, in your personal life. It stops you from having the relationships. It stops you from interacting with new relationships. It stops you from taking care of yourself. Because then we start looking to everyone else to validate that we are either doing something that is enough or that we are being enough. The self-doubt often comes from continued um, feedback from different places about not being enough. I haven't worked in corporate America for a really long time and that was definitely planned because even when you go with you know, you can be doing a really good job and your yearly review can come up and they can say that you either meets or below when you've been, kicking butt when you've been sacrificing time with your family, when you've been sacrificing your own personal time. I work with a lot of nurses and doctors who are giving, 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 giving so much during this time. Um, and they, the bureaucracy of the hospital that they work for comes back in and says, well, you're just meeting and they do shift upon shift upon shift and sacrifice themselves. And those are ways that we're taught to doubt that we're enough. Self-doubt is really not believing that we are enough, that we are not complete, whole, and perfect just as we are. Thinking that things need to be fixed. And really, maybe things need to be healed. Maybe really things just need to be seen and heard, and they need to be seen and heard by ourselves first. And when we support ourselves in this way, this really is how we make a bigger impact in the world and other people are energetically willing to support themselves and become better. Right? Everything that I do in my own life is going to help every single client that I work with. So how do we switch it? What happens when we stick up for ourselves, when we advocate for ourselves, what happens when I came out in my business as a lesbian and I stopped saying I wasn't. And I did this in a very subtle way sometimes. And I also did it, I did it in ways of just saying, you know, well, my wife and I, I stopped saying my partner, I stopped being vague about that. I said, you know, this is my wife. And every time I did that, my body affirmed that I am safe. And there were people that didn't want to hear it. And I let them have that. And I just stayed with me. Right. I just stayed in my own knowing. And our own knowing is where we can stay to rid ourselves of self-doubt. Now it's going to come up again, believe me. And the next time I go on stage, I'm going to have the thought of, is this speech going to be good enough? Am I going to communicate the way that I want to? Is what I'm saying going to be effective? When I get out of my head and down into my heart, everything changes. When I stop trying to figure out what everyone else needs and I see something that really ignites my heart and a message and I do that, it changes everything. And it's really hard to take that first step. And for any of you that are out there wondering, how do I take that first step to my own radical visibility? How do I take that first step into really decreasing myself self-doubt in a way that allows me to show up as myself. Yes. And not worrying about what everyone else wants to hear, but the beauty of being human is that we are all connected and to have to be wondering what everyone else wants to hear or see from you or expect from you only increases the self-doubt. So here are some steps that you can take. The first one is always the awareness in yourself. So if you're struggling to be your fullest self in different areas, it's about saying to yourself, it is safe for me to be lesbian and own a business. It is safe for me in my town to be lesbian and own a business. Those are the things I had to say to myself. And as I started doing that, the miraculous thing was, is that people, I got to serve way more people in the LGBTQ community. They were able to find support. They were able to then empower themselves to continue to speak their truth and show up. In business, it can look like I I am safe in creating a video. I am safe in allowing people to see and hear me. Maybe you make a video and you use it for yourself and you only do it for yourself. And then you go back and watch that. The more you begin to make these small steps, the less the anxious reaction, the anxiety, the fear um, really overtakes you. Because what it is, is that you're getting used to being that way with you. Think about that. You're getting used to being this way with you. Now, if you're working with family and you're like, you know, this thing is happening in my family and I really feel like I need to say something. There are people in my family still who do not believe, I mean, they say they love me or they love you, um, and, but then they have all these beliefs that go against that that don't make sense to me. So one of the things that I have to do in those circumstances is decide is when I want to say something and when I don't want to say something, it's not always um, saying something that creates radical visibility. It's knowing how you want to interact in any given situation. And one of my core beliefs is being authentically me. And that means I'm going to demonstrate, my intelligence. I'm going to demonstrate, um, how I want to be in the world. I'm going to hold my wife's hand. I'm going to not worry if you're uncomfortable with me holding my wife's hand, right? If that's on someone else. So it really is allowing yourself to, um, unattach from someone else's way of being and really deciding who are those people that are most important. And honestly, I feel like here on TikTok and on YouTube, I have found community about people who I truly care about and they truly care about me. The connections don't always have to be in your same physical area. And it's really important for us to know that we can have that energetic exchange. The other thing that the other step that you can take is really beginning to surround yourself with people who may be understanding. So here, um, there are online communities everywhere that, um, maybe you can find and join because it's hard to go it alone. I'll just say that. Um, and it's nice to be supported. It's nice to know that there are other people out there like us. So begin to read books, um, in business, find other businesses that are not necessarily like yours, but for me, it's really finding other LGBTQ plus business owners. It's about supporting, um, more black female, black businesses. It's about showing people that I truly care about them and building that relationship. Um, cause for me, that is the most important thing in my business right now is building relationships. All we, as people, we want to be seen and we want to be heard. And the first step is always seeing yourself and hearing yourself and making that transformation. So if you want to know more about how I work with people, you can feel free to reach out with me, out to me. You can put it in the comments below and say, I'd love to hear more, um, and you can also check out my YouTube channel. There are tons of videos on there about empowering yourself to be more of yourself, to live authentically, to really allowing yourself to become radically visible to you, to know how to love yourself and how you want to be moving about in the world. Um, so that you can so that you can be that person and we need all of us to be being exactly who we are all of us to be knowing ourselves and spreading more of that positive impact and that awareness in the way that each one of us does it because the diversity is what really makes this rich. So I hope that you have found this helpful today. If you've been watching and if you want to listen more to the road to radical visibility show or podcast, feel free to go and subscribe to my YouTube channel and look out for the links that will, um, be showing up for the podcast. I will end this video like I end every single video. Please make sure to stay true to yourself, be kind to others, and always, always, always honor the wise one that is within you. I hope to see you all on my YouTube channel and the podcast. Talk to you later.